All right, guys, before we get started, I want to talk really quick about our sponsor, and that's Patch Chunky Shop. Uh, Patch Chunky Shop is an Etsy shop that specializes in uniquely designed patches. Their stock includes everything from military style morale patches to designs that reference popular culture. They also sell patch related stuff like patch mats and patch bags that you can stick your patches to. So if you get a chance, go to their website. It's www.patchjunkyshop.com and use the promo code Salumis for 10% off of your order. Once again, that's S-A-L-U-M-I-S-T and instantly get 10% off. Um, I want to also talk about Skype. That is who we've been using as of late to do these podcast episodes uh, because we want to exercise caution and really pay respect to the social distancing and the different types of uh, rules and regulations that are going out there right now. Uh, we chose to use Skype to hold a lot of our episodes so Skype isn't the only platform out there that will allow you to do this kind of stuff. So if you have anything like Google Hangouts, if you have Zoom, uh, tons of other platforms out there that will allow you to connect with other people and really get whatever message that you have out there. Or if you just want to connect with any of your friends and loved ones, there's tons of platforms out there. But if you want a good example of one, Skype is what we've been using, and I highly recommend that. All right, let's get into the show. We are living in some tough times. COVID-19 has wreaked havoc on our economy and society. There's job loss, people struggling to make ends meet, depression, and general fear and uncertainty of the unknown. But going through hard times doesn't mean that good stuff can't happen or shouldn't happen to us. And when we don't recognize that, we end up feeling things like guilt or even shame when they do. I and other people are going through good times. You know, we're getting new jobs, people are having babies being born, and some of us are just getting some damn rest and feeling positive in general, but I feel like we have to hide it to not look like jerks or to not make others feel bad. So Mark and I take some time to try and make sense of all this. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 897 of the Salumas Podcast, Happiness and Hiding. So how's everything been with you lately, man? Um, uh, pretty, pretty cool, man. I, I guess I'm doing okay. How yeah. about you? I've been good. You know, I, as I get closer towards the, uh, I guess my exodus, if you will, <laughs> I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, trying to find a way to, to stay relevant, but, but not at the same time. I didn't realize like how bought in. I, I am to the company until like the moment where I'm leaving, where it's like a struggle to like not give attention to people, if that makes sense. No, not, what are you talking not that about? it's like, not that it's like not giving attention to people, but like, I want to set plans with people and say like, all right, we're going to do this in a couple of weeks. We're going to get this knocked out. This is a plan to get X and X or X and Y straightened out or whatever. But in, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, I'm actually leaving this week. You know, like at least that's my interactions with customers. Like, I think everyone else knows that I'm obviously everyone else knows that I'm leaving, but it's uh, it's different when I talk with customers because I haven't really told them. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should definitely tell them. Yeah, but it, the way that I think of it, it's like you're working with the company, not with me. It's like there should still be some kind of a continuance in, in terms of what, what goes on as far as like services rendered and being able to give quality 
help and all that kind of stuff. You know, I've during my as I've been working through this like um, transition document, um, if you want to call it that, it's just kind of mapping out who's going to be handling what. Um, I'm just kind of like, all right, this is what this is what you're going to do, man. You're going to handle this stuff until another person gets hired. And I just have to trust that it gets done. Or maybe I don't need to trust. I don't know. Is that a whole lot of stuff? Uh, it's it's a good amount. I think right now, because there's been such a slowdown, um, that part has kind of made it a little bit easier. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, we can't go out and, like, like prospect and stuff the way that, that oh, we yeah, normally yeah. would. So because that whole thing has changed, um, there's just been a general slowdown for me. And I've been able to work on projects and stuff like that, but I've tried, I'm not really, not so much I've tried not to, but I've, I haven't been putting as much energy as starting like new things with customers or just new projects in general. I'm kind of like, okay, just maintain what's here and then make it a little bit easier on my way out. I don't know. I have oh, no yeah. Clue. Yeah. So that's all that's been going on with me outside of the obvious craziness that's been happening uh, out there. How have you been handling things? Probably pretty fine, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I feel really lucky. I don't always think about it. I feel really lucky that, you know, I get to keep my job and everything. And mm-hmm. and then some way that, that makes me wish I could do something more to help the situation. But I, I don't know what it it could be, you know, I have a guy uh, two houses down from me that his job was concerts, you know, Ooh, and there, there won't, there won't be any more concerts, you know, till next year. Yeah. Probably a year from now, you know, a bit, but, um, uh, I, I like, I think about it, but I, but then I just kind of zone out and I don't know, I've been just obsessing and wanting to just like, in a bath of technology lately, but I don't know if that's like escape or something, but that's the mm-hmm. only thing I've been feeling. It's like, hmm, I just wish I could sit around and do this and not have to worry about anything for a while, like a month or two. Really? But, uh, mm-hmm, that's, that's the only thing I've been, been feeling is it's how much, uh, it's like I, I have all the formula for being pretty, pretty content, but I feel like I'm not allowed to be right now. That's how I've been feeling. Dude. Okay. So that's something that I kind of wanted to talk about. Like, is there this weird feeling like you're not allowed to feel content or you're not allowed to feel happy at these times? Like, I, I think that's part of it is like, I do, there's like a, a little bit of guilt that, you know, people are losing their jobs and all this other stuff is happening, but there's still good stuff happening to me. Yes, exactly. So it's like I feel like maybe I don't deserve it or something. I, I don't I don't know I don't know how to word that properly, but it just feels wrong mm-hmm. with all this other stuff that's going on. I heard something recently that I had never heard before. But uh I can't remember if it was listening to something or if it was talk if I were talking to someone about the topic. Maybe it was you and Chris, but have you ever heard of stealth is wealth? No. Yeah, me either. But I was like, damn. I'm like looking it up now. <laughs> damn. I was like, someone said that. I was like, damn, I've, I've observed that a lot, but never didn't know why. Didn't know how to take it. I thought it was just people being stupid. 
like people that are, I don't know, we talked about this and you guys made me feel really good about it a couple of weeks ago, but this thing where everyone is doing the same rat race shit, mm-hmm. but I feel like we all are aware. And Chris said something really cogent, like people aren't aware. People are, some people have been raised and living their lives like by the book. Yeah. So that means more to them. These little, like the, their status in life means mm-hmm. more to them than it does. I, mean, I think it's like a, like I'm getting away with murder. I do not have imposter syndrome. My ego is inverted. The other way, I think I'm always under, under where I should be. And yeah. I don't blame anybody, but, but I don't also take any of this so seriously as, mm. as far as status. And, um, and when I was standing in line at the really dope taco place in East Nashville, uh, Mas Taco and local guys like, Hey brother, what are you doing? Um, and I can tell he's a Nashville local. He was there with some of his church members and, you know, they, they always have this look in their face. You can tell they are, you know, na- native to that neighborhood. That's now heavily gentrified. And he's a cool guy. And I was like, Oh man, I'm just down here from, from Bowling Green. He's like, Oh yeah. What brings you down? Here? I was like the rat race. He was like, Oh yeah. Like he looked at me and nodded. Like, I know exactly oh, what you, he was yeah. really delighted. And all the people around all the hipsters and stuff were like perking up. Cause you know, it's Mas Taco. You're right yeah. on top of each other's cramped little cantina style, uh, food truck restaurant. And like, um, uh, so they were peeking. I could see people smiling and nodding and like a sort of refreshment for someone to describe it in that way. Cause I've never, ever miss. I've always felt like, like that, like Nashville is broken Mm-hmm. And it's going rapidly at the same trajectory as say San Francisco. The IT thing is like, I'm just grabbing and going, you know what I mean? Like sure. I, it's, it's no way this is going to last. This is completely artificially inflated due to flight from other broken economies. Mm-hmm. It ain't really nothing here. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got, we got a couple of factories that brought a lot of people, but that's just regular baseline stuff. Nothing makes sense to me around here, but it, so inside of that, it makes me treat it makes me treat uh, amenities and indulgences a little differently. But inside of that, I find you can't really like, I don't know where the crowd is. That's okay to talk to this stuff about because everyone's so fucking sensitive. Yeah. Now it's weird. It's like you're, you're a drug addicted consumer and you're all in this rat race. It's like I run into another rat on them in the maze and I'm like, Yo, can you believe this shit? If we could just jump over that wall, man, we could get straight out of here. And I'll see yeah. you later. He's like, I'm going right. I'm going left. And then I'm like, yo, I'm going to sit here and have a sandwich, man. I was <laughs> like, because, you know, we just, you know, we're someone's science experiment, right? Yes, you know, they're watching yes. us. Run. And then the rats are like, look at him having a sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You mean you're not running toward a goal mm-hmm. line? I'm like, yeah, some days I am. Some days I'm not. But I know I'm in a rat race. I know it's yep. completely science. That's how I feel. Because, you know, I've heard since, since quarantine started, I've heard, Oh, you with your six year job over there. I heard a guy joke like that. And I was like, what, what the fuck makes you say that? Yeah. I said, all right. And I, then I ignore it. Like, I don't care about any of that. And then later on in a different conversation where we're all talking about our actual houses, this was just last night over my oh God, you're going to make someone feel my, real my, bad my, when you talk no, about your house. <laughs> no, it wasn't that I was talking about how poorly equipped and designed it was. Cause I peeked inside everyone else's house. And I was like, man, you guys place look great. And I was just making the, the intellectual or philosophical point that it's true that like a house lived in by just a guy can won't necessarily be as aesthetically charming. Yeah, or whatever. And sense. I didn't realize that deficit until I seen the other houses where the wives are there. Decorating. I was like, man, you guys' house look dope. 
And one of the neighbors is a couple hours doors down. She does that stuff. She's like, I'll come in, I'll design everything. I'll get it looking the way you want. I'll say, oh, that's cool. I love to do that. I'll even, I'll even compensate you. But I was just talking generally about how bad it looks. And then the other lady kind of was just like, kind of huffed or whatever. Just like, cause really? from, yeah, from the minute that we met each other, we have the same model house, but I have the bigger one. And she just oh. wants, she wants this layout so bad, but they went for a little bit more economical. It's just them and uh, like a stepson or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just three of them in the house. And it's like an 1800. I'm in just me and I'm in like a 2500. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but no, no, it's not like a boastful brain. I'm trying I know. to sell the motherfucker. Like why is everyone such a victim to that shit? And it makes you look like a, like, like the asshole. And I was just like, what? Like, why can't you see what it is? And um, people are just, I don't know what I was saying all this for. People are just so like basic minded. I'm like, yo, I'm not attached to that fucking house at all. I want out of it on month 25. As soon as I can sell it and not get hit with capital gains tax, I want out. Now we can all talk about each other's charm and, oh, look at my molding, look at all that stuff. But we can't talk about, and I, I encounter this, everywhere we can't talk about like the other side like the someone doing it uh, outside the norm or whatever or someone winning or someone not being. it's like we can we can hold hands in misery and consumer slave debt you know it's all cool if you if you're equally like crabs in a barrel but it ain't cool if you're talking about look i'm building this ladder Yo, yeah. check it out. I'll, I'll have this ladder done in just a few months and we can get out of the barrel. Like no one likes that person. Yeah. It's really, really weird, man. It does, it really does make it, it doesn't make and, sense. I mean. And that's what I'm saying. Like the thing has made is sort of um amplify that the quarantine and everything may have amplified that a little bit because you encounter more and more people. I was at Harbor, goddamn it, freight. And I had my mask on. It's the one I mow the grass with because I can't find surgical masks. So I just put my 3M mask on. That thing's badass. You know, you can attach different filters to it for allergies or whatever. I just have my 3M mask on, the basic filter. And I'm getting some, I don't know, some extension cord or something. And the guys were talking about my mask. And I was like, no one has on a mask. But they had the the distancing and the plexiglass Mm -hmm. and all that. I was like, yo, um. I know it looks goofy or whatever. I was like, I don't want to wear it either, but I'm wearing it for other people. I'm wearing it to be polite. I don't know what other people, how serious they're taking the joint. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm up in Lebanon. I didn't see anybody rocking masks in our face. Yeah. Like certain class of people just don't. I'm like, well, I could be an asymptomatic carrier. Mm-hmm. I'm all over the place and stuff. So it's, I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it out of consideration. Yeah. And I don't have... I don't have like, I don't even know where people are getting their masks from, but yeah. the mask I do happen to have is a dope ass mask mm-hmm. because I want to paint or I want to mow the grass. So that's what I was getting at was someone commented on my 3M mask. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you know, those things are like $40 or something. It's a badass mask, but I had it forever. I've had that mask forever because you, you can do multiple things with it. It wasn't about like flexing. And I'm just like, where do I got to go? You know what I mean? Do I gotta go to California to get around people that aren't like uh, fucking impressed upon by an SUV? Who gives a fuck? Well, you know, the funny thing is that California is that is the, in my opinion, the the epicenter of comparison. And yeah. you know, I think of the stuff that that you would 
you would talk to me about when I was a lot younger. Um, and it was just the different uh, lessons from uh, Judah Krishnamurti when he would talk about things like comparisons yes. and, and how fucking damaging those things can be. And um, as I sit there and think about it, when when times get rough, it's very, very um, it's very human of us to try and make ourselves better by comparing ourselves to someone that is hopefully doing worse. And because at the end of the day, we find solace in the fact that at least I'm not them. And mm. that is that's what really struck a chord when you were talking about stealth wealth, because at this time and it's not just financial wealth, it's like just being happy in general, you know, just like having emotional wealth. It's it's tough to have that these days and be positive because everyone yeah. is looking for some shit to be negative about. and. You know, I see a lot of people's statuses about struggling and stuff. And it's like and I so badly want to like be like, oh, man, this great thing has happened. But mm -hmm. as I sit there and think about it, it's like, dude, I know someone's going to think I'm a dick. And and I also see the people that are that are struggling when something good happens, bro. They are like reaching. They're like it's it's like maybe they fall in a few notches or something. And when something good happens, it's like you they strap rockets to whatever that moment is just to elevate the like to this get to this super high high. So, yeah, you see a lot of the people that might have been struggling, might have had uh, uh, might have been laid out, laid off or something like that. And they get their stimulus check. And when they get that, you see people, dude, I you don't it. It yes. embarrassed me. It, it embarrassed me to see how many people were showing their bank account things of the money going in. Like, oh man! And it was, yeah. it was just flexing on other people, and then it embarrassed me even more to see the people that were saying, "Oh, I didn't get one," saying it like, "I make too much." You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Were they yeah. trying to flex, or were they just? Yeah, saying, both people were flexing yeah. left and right, and so it was like, how hard is it to just shut the fuck up? Right. Like, how hard is it to just shut up? And it's apparently it's really really hard. It is because I'm that you. Yeah, you've connected it perfectly. It is hard because I'm learning that late in life. I feel like a fool. Like I am in that I'm in that bracket where I need to be real quiet mm -hmm. because just regular shit fucks with people. I'm walking down the neighborhood going to check the mailbox. I can walk 50 yards and check the mailbox through some unfinished property, but it can be muddy at times. So I, so I walk all the way around mm -hmm. the street to check my mailbox and I drive my car mm -hmm. and, you know, might come across some guy moaning his yard, man, thing is cool. I think, wow, what'd you pay for it? Like, why do you ask that for? <laughs> if the next thing you're going to say is, well, I got kids and I can't do that. Oh God. You, fucking, yeah, that. you, you gross, you gross fucking um, narcissist, narcissist, like it ain't up. Everything ain't about you. Okay. How did you just turn into you? You can't even at, in, at, at one time admire something cool. Oh, look at that toy that guy got. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, leave it at that. It's gotta, it got, it's gotta be about you and your fucking miserable family. Yeah. Well, Hey man, I didn't, I chose not to do that. What are you, why are you even talking? I got my headphones in mm -hmm. like people are I, I overuse the word pathological and I may misuse it too, but people are neurotic, man. People yeah. like 
we we are fucked up. I swear to God, I caused a chain reaction at work. And really, it wasn't all, it wasn't all me. I think it was my coworker because she got a new car, a badass. Um, I get a mixed up Land, Land Rovers, the brand, Range Rovers, the mm-hmm. model. She got a dope, one of those modern looking Range Rovers, with really cool lines and geometry. Those are beautiful, dude. They're beautiful. I love cars shaped like that. She got one of those in a crazy burgundy apple red like you you know you see them all over nashville yeah. never seen one that red just, and she was due a new car had mm-hmm. this had that that one toyota it looks like a fucking toy big powder blue like rav or something it looks like a toy i hated that jeep anyway she drove she drove that, that thing into the ground got a new car i swear to you me and her me and her parked next to each other because we get in that bitch at six o'clock yeah. and and a shirin's at 8 30 8 o'clock managers and directors, older generation, 730. You come in six, you beat everybody. Mm-hmm. So we got people come in early because we can't stand the traffic. Yeah. And um, we get there early and then like, you know, it was, I can hear people talking about it. Who's in that like, and who's in that like, what we make, we all do really good. It's downtown Nashville. What, who gives a fuck who it is? I swear to you, dude, three directors got cars. Are you three directors, all in our organization, me and her talking laughing. I was like, I was like, I ain't gonna say her name. I was like, I'm gonna call her Leah. I was like, Leah, dude, I know they they were just like, oh, I can't be, you know, not have <laughs> yeah. a nicer car. And she just got a car. Mm-hmm. She's a single lady, got a daughter that's grown and doing well, 19 or 20, 20 something in college. Just a good person. We both live out here in Mount Juliet. She's just a good, just a hardworking person. Like, what it why do people make everything about themselves? Joe Rogan just uh had three two or three Corona tests done. And anyone that comes on his show, he offers them the test. Really yeah. cool. He's a rich dude. He can do that. He has a doctor come on. To, and um, now his fans are like blowing up at him. Oh, like, man. like, how are you get your shit together or do what you got to do? He worked for everything. He can, he can get a goddamn. What does he do? Oh, 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 everybody a test that listens to the fucking exactly. Listen to him. God, damn, like we are just sick, man. And I'm like, okay, do I do that? I've never done that in my life. I've mm. never cared what someone else had or like been jealous or something like that. Like, get it. I want you yep. to win because it's all I, I get want. more excited about people winning and getting cool shit than than I should probably like yeah. my uh, my neighbor bought a new truck last year. And dude, I got so jacked for him. It was I was like fanboying. I was like, dude, I'm so fucking pumped for you. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. but there was never an ounce of like hate or, or jealousy or anything like that. I was just excited for him, man. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why it, it can't just be like pure happiness for, for people. And, you know, and I started yeah. looking at this, uh, um, I just Googled like stealth wealth and I was like, how do people determine that? And it actually, there's a guide for, for stealth wealth. And yeah. one of the things actually says, praise others for their success. Like it's hard as fuck for people to be able to do that. Like, I think it's okay. It's hard for people to do that. If unless they're, um, a couple of levels above you, if that makes sense, like when, when they're above you, it's almost just expected that they'll do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. Bezos buys a new thing or just some celebrity buys a new vehicle. You're like, oh, cool. And you might actually be like, oh, man, that's awesome. You know, sweet car. You see a lot of the people on Instagram and stuff that they'll a celebrity will get a new vehicle and everyone is like, oh, shoot, that's awesome. You know, but like yeah. 
one of their friends does that or someone across the street does that and you start getting salty. You know, you uh-huh. start going, what do they do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. or Mrs. Big Bucks. Like, why do our brains work like that? Yeah. I just had no idea it was that pervasive, man. But I'm one of those people that I live in. I like to live in my own reality, but I always like sobering hard hard realities about human nature and things because I'm otherwise a dreamy person. And that way it lets me. Uh, just like James Chappelle said to his mom, like you have to be a lion so you can be the sheep that you are kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a fish. I like to be in an ocean and in the ocean, your sense of dimension is completely diminished. You don't know yeah. if you're deep or if you are, or if you're shallow, if that's the nature of me, that's the way I like to live. I like to mm-hmm. live in my own world, but it, you know, that sort of creates a, a active naivete. You can walk into situations like, yo, this is cutthroat corporate climb the greasy ladder Mm. cut a motherfucker's head off and don't be stupid. So I like, I like when I learn those sort of things about my day-to-day reality, cause it make it turns me into a shark yeah. instead of a, cause I'll win. Once yeah. I know that, Oh, this is the game. Everyone's this stupid. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll beat you all. I just didn't yeah. know really cared. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I like, I like knowing it, but it still catches me off guard and surprises me, man, how petty and simple minded and how people don't have their own thought. They're not in there not interested in having their own thoughts. They're perfectly okay with letting someone do their thinking for them. And it just yeah. cascades and cascades. I have layers and layers of this that, that I experience where people just cannot, you know? Yeah, I get it, man. You know, another thing that I sit and think about is like, it, one of the things on here is that it says, uh, uh, never reveal your, your full income. And yeah, it's, it's so interesting though. A, because I worked in, I worked in the public sector where my income was just, it was there. You can go and search on a page and you would know how much I made, you know, but even, you know, and and I do a lot better now. And then of course, with this new gig, it's way better. Like I still don't have a problem talking about my income because I have this awareness that I'm just one or two steps away from being poor as fuck, dude. That's where I came from, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm a, I'm a black male in America, man. You know how quick this shit will go away? Hell yeah. (laughs) Like, like, are you serious? Like a first generation American, I don't have any, I don't have relatives to to lean on. I don't have a grandma or grandpa that's going to die and instantly make me a fuckload of money or something like that. I have nothing like that shit. So I'm, I just, I don't get how, People, there's this thing of not talking about your your money or something like that. Shit doesn't fucking matter. Like, be able to yeah. take care of your stuff, but also know where you come from and know how quickly the stuff can go away. Especially if you're a black male, it'll mm-hmm. it'll go away. All I gotta do is mm-hmm. say one thing. Yeah, I'll get accused of one yep. tiny thing, and my yep. shit is gone, dude. Yep, gone. Yep. That's the that's the next uh, thing. Uh, thing I've been too lazy to do a solo about, but like that I've had lots of times to ref lots of time to reflect on, on that, you know, because of this work circumstance, like things have, have changed and the way people are working, but I, I've operated with so much autonomy that, you know, people want it. Like they want to see me do what they're doing. So mm-hmm. they know that I'm also not above doing that. But yeah. like, it's crazy. Like no one else gets hit with that. If I was a regular goofball, uh, 
a dude at, at work, like I would get away with murder. I'm like, why do I have to prove? And I'm, and I am better than you guys. I'm college educated and more experienced and more proven. Like, no, I don't have to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like other teammates, like it happens at every level. And when you bring up that, that black male thing, that is what it made me think of. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's, it's unbelievable. I don't want to think it's real till I'm going through it. And then I have to just, I have to just acknowledge it that it's just real. And I don't think people yeah. know they're, they're even doing that, but I'm just like, man, like I got, I got put into the uncolor on the on-call rotation. I was like, you know, take me out of that. No, I'm not on call. I outwork all of <laughs> you all. I'm yeah, a level yeah. four. You guys do the on-call stuff. I don't, I'm not doing that. I've did it for years and that's not what my role is. And they just like, like try to just like kind of sneak me in it. And I got yeah. an email and it just showed this kid. I was like, whoa. Oh, well. And the kid in the, in the team is like, oh, well, Mark, you, he's better than all. And so I was like, I didn't get him. I didn't chop his head off, but I said, I'm going to talk to him. But manager, because he needs to nip that stuff in the bud. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Did, I'm not did a it person get nipped that, or what? No, we haven't talked about it. Ah. But, uh, but um, because it was remote, you know, and I was like, yeah. I'm, I, I, I totally let him get away with that. But I need to know one, what makes you you say and think that, and two, as a manager, you shouldn't allow that kind of climate. What he yeah. should be saying is, "Hey guys, let me make you guys clear of what." contributions Mark Twain makes to on top of what we call our KTBR, keeping the mm-hmm. business running, our mm-hmm. baseline day day work. You none of them can respond to uh P3 about my systems. You know what I mean? But I can respond to anyone, even mm-hmm. people off our team, like, yeah, I know what's up with that server. Yeah, I know what to fix that database. Let me let me uh, clear the logs and restart it for you. I can do that in the middle of the night. They can't do that the other way around. Yeah. So I don't want to take any tier one calls when yeah. someone needs a freaking password reset or something like that. Oh but they, God, they, that would make me yeah, so angry. Yeah, but they're, they're it's they're all they're all customer service guys that mannered their way up into quote unquote engineering positions. You know what I mean? You said I, mannered their way. Up. Me, meandered. Oh, meander. I thought you said like, mannered like they were being good boys. Nah, nah, uh, nah. They're great people. The sweetest, yeah. great, most professional people you've ever been around. They're just not true school IT pros. So it's like, I might be the guy that didn't go pro because I twisted my ankle, but I'm not the same as guys playing pickup ball with the church. Yeah. League. Yeah. It's different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's got to be okay to be different because the, in the other areas where that difference and distinguishment is acknowledged, it's acknowledged, distinguished, and purported without any proof from goofy ass white boys, just for who they are, yeah. just for the way they carry themselves. They're given all of this latitude and social capital and room to fail. Yeah. I'm like, golly. And you, you get it just off that. All right. It's your world. You conquered it. I get it. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be like a sucker either. Yeah. And I mean, if you won the day, then you have it your way, but um, you're going to, you're going to hear from me. I'm not going to be like, a buster and like everyone like is building decks and stuff, you know, here comes spring and everyone's outside and it's crazy how they can, you go over and like, yo man, this is nice. What you're doing. Oh, I'm adding this. Everyone's got a little different style. I'm mm-hmm. doing this and that, but you can't, it's like, you can talk about it, but you can't talk about it. I feel like I missed out like on an entire summer camp of mannerisms or something. I'm like, why am I the one that, you know, yeah. disrupts everything? Cause like people, you yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, man. Uh, and it's even harder on these times 
you know, yeah. keep yeah. bringing it back to sort of the just keeping everything stealth. It's even harder at these times because there's so much uh, hardships right now going around. And you know, yeah. what, you know, what blows my mind even more is that for for all the hardships that are going on, goddamn Lowe's is awful packed, you know, That's like right? all these places are really packed. So. It, it it makes no sense to me where it's like if things are so exactly. bad, why aren't why aren't we laying low? Instead, everyone's wilding out. Exactly, you said it perfectly, man. Because that's what that's what I do both at work and in the neighborhood. When I make the assumption that they are also as awake and clear as I am, mm-hmm. yo, did you just now notice that that picture on the stealth as well result? Like, did you notice that's like some like a lady holding her finger to her lips? Yeah. Just, I didn't know what the fuck that was. It just, <laughs> it just now hit me. Like I slid back from my desk and I was like, oh, that's a cool little dual tone graphic or whatever. Yeah. Um, I figured you'd Google the same thing. Yep. So I was like, yeah. But yeah, I, I noticed in the in the neighborhood and at work that that they are operating under Austin, I'll still Marshall McLuhan's terminology somnambulism mm-hmm. they're like sleepwalking mm-hmm. they're operating and i'm like <laughs> this is crazy you know this company's gotta go up like what the fuck how's this coming i think everyone knows it yeah. but they don't they really are buying into it and chris said it the other day one of you said it the other day like some people from they were born go to school get a degree start to feel like it and that little those little milestones mean something different to them yeah. Or me, a whole lot to me, it's like sucker shit. Yep. We were we were on a meeting the other day and I was like, yo, Sean, you're always talking about guns. Nobody wants to talk about your fucking guns every day. But hey, by the way, I need a shotgun for the house and uh, uh, a handgun for the house and car. And I need a concealed carry. I need three guns. My budget's uh, about twenty two hundred. Twenty two hundred. <laughs> you can get an arsenal for that, Mark Twain. Oh, of course, Mark Twain's got to get a missile. I'm like, why'd you say that? You yeah. always want to talk about guns. I just said I want to go. I didn't know what an expensive gun is. Yeah. I don't know. And it gave me a few links or whatever. And it was like $700 worth the, worth the guns or something. And I was like, oh, shit, I can get I can get everything I need. And it was like, you know, like they're bothered by that. But yeah. you want to you bring it up. Or you can talk about the deck you built or the swing set you built for your goofball ass, stupid ass kids. Like mm-hmm. you can talk about that. But I, I'm just talking generally about yeah. buying. We're all consumers. It's like you don't know that you're a consumer. Yeah. We're, no, we're no better than no one's better than anyone else. But I mean, it makes me feel like 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 I don't know what to scream racism or whatever. It's like it's not OK for the black guy to do it. But yeah. everyone else can. I don't know if you ever. I, I try not to. I, I never try not to. Car. Yeah. But sometimes. It, yeah, that's exactly right. Like I try that. not to, but it's like, damn, this would be a really good time to use it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like um, not, not to. I don't have to like get the. I don't have to get the upside of every exchange. I don't have to come out as the one right or even preserving my dignity. I just want to know what's going on in the mind of people. So when I bring that up, I'm like, is it that is what I just experienced the subtle effects of the perception that society builds up about black males and we're not expected to be competent or not expected to be homeowners or people making shrewd economic decisions. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I get I get that about like my mountain bike and stuff like. Yes. People people ask, like, how much does that thing cost? You know, and what I realized is when when you don't get into when you're just not interested in something, you're not going to have any perspective on what the cost is. The cost of my bike is on the low end of of mountain yeah. bikes, you know, spend ten k on a mountain bike. You can easily spend ten thousand dollars on a mountain bike. Yeah. And so when I sit there and tell them, and I, like, and I'll sit there and, and proudly say that this bike, when you factor in everything, was just it was like twenty six hundred dollars. But you, but I'm like, but dude, it's direct to consumer. Like, I don't have to pay the money that you would have to pay for buying it at a at a at a shop or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, they send you an unbuilt bike. And you have to put it back. You have to build it up and it has all the same parts as the other places. It's just a different brand name. It's not Trek like you would see at the other places. And that's Mm -hmm. where and I was like, dude, it's so crazy because you spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on a name. And so I'm sitting here proud, like I made a great, (laughs) you know, financial decision over something that is like that is a true hobby. It's something that like I love, love, love doing and I'm passionate about. And people are just like, oh, I wish I had money to spend that. But, yeah. bitch, you go to Disney World and spend $10,000 and nobody bats an eye. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's shit. Like, it's just perspective that people that people lack. And then given again, bringing it back to the the times that we're in, you know, there's there's still people going in when they have things like their stimulus or whatever they're going through and. It's like they're racing to get caught back up as if they lost a step. Bitch, everyone lost a step here. You know, everyone is is going through something some way, shape or form. So you don't have to put yourself in this thing where it's like where you have to. It's like a drug addict or something like that. Like as soon as they get a little bit of money, they're chasing that next high. They're chasing that next feeling. Yeah. And it's like it just it blows my mind how. Um how bad that we all get with when, when something like this happens and I've said it in one episode and I've, and I've said, actually I've said it in multiple episodes that this whole thing really is exposing a lot of people, man. It yeah. really is exposing a lot of people. And yeah. I don't, and I, while I am glad that, that uh, there are people who are able to get stimulus and stuff like that. Um, I also think that, no one has learned anything like, yeah, I don't think so too, man. Like, I think that it's for a lot of people. I hope that everyone's like, okay, use this and like hold to, to hold over to, to take care of any sort of bills. But there's a lot of people that, like I said, they're going out flexing and they're buying up a bunch of shit. And I'm seeing that prices dude, fuck man. Capitalism's a hell of a drug, bro, because there's sales going on right now, homie. Ain't There's big sick. time sales going. It's Ain't fucking sick. sick, dude. And you you said it about Lowe's, man. That motherfucker's jumping. And dude. Lowe's ain't observing no kind of COVID shit. They got man. some criti- criticism even about it because they it just sure like is. let everyone come on in. Because I was there and it was on the day that was two or three days after, you know, they had stepped it up to that level. Because in fact, what sent me to Lowe's was Home Depot had a line mm-hmm. only letting so many people in. And I was like, what fuck this drove over to Lowe's and got um, some landscaping shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Completely 
unneeded right now, but mm-hmm. something to do, you know, yeah. spending money on the house. And um, yeah, Lowe's, uh, Lowe's is full of people, man, consuming and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how do we, how do you think that we can break that cycle and, and stop the consuming and, you know, and, and stop this, the, the chase for the next high, because I do think that if we were to conceal or at least be smart with what's going on in our heads and stuff like that, I feel like we can ease, not ease, we can navigate through this situation a lot better. I think that we're just doing a lot more damage than, uh, than people realize. How do you think we can get better with that? Yeah, um, I don't think we can because it requires, I say this about lots of metaphysical observations, it requires something of equal magnitude because I believe in, in entropy, in entropy and consciousness. And I believe consciousness and the hive mind group think behavior is, is an energy system. Mm-hmm. And so it takes, it takes um, something of, you know, equal magnitude to reverse that. So this didn't, this didn't hit us hard enough. You know, if the grid collapsed, then I think yeah. it would, you know, if, if isn't something. that crazy, Mark, like we, in our, from our episode, if you love something, we, you said that exact same thing, that the only thing that it would take to shift the perspective and this hubris that a lot of us have is if something hit us with equal or greater magnitude than our, than our hubris. And sadly, coronavirus yeah. isn't it. It's it's just not. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's not enough. Yeah. Because it, it, Netflix it is popping like, you know, all these other you saw. Yeah. You, I by think the way, I got Net- to the end of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I, I beat it. Well, the funny thing, though, is that you see things like, OK, Netflix, YouTube. Did you know that they're that those companies, they beefed up their their infrastructure to be able to handle the the insane amount of bandwidth that's going to get and, and, and decrease and they decrease quality, too. And they decrease quality. Yeah, but I don't notice it. But they yeah. Decrease. But it's just insane that they're that these people are more than equipped to handle stuff. They are more than equipped to handle these, but mm-hmm. people are they're They're more than equipped to keep people satiated. That's the, that's the term. That's right. Because yeah, as no right. matter what is going on, we, dude, there can be bombs dropping, but God damn it. If Lowe's is open and if the bombs are dropping in an area that I don't care about, then everyone's fine. Yeah. And it's, it's that, um, it's that lack of, of, of awareness of being a part of a greater whole That's that right. gets us into problems. Like we're, we're posting memes, like we're joking on Florida who has opened up their beaches, horrible idea, you know? Mm-hmm. And people are like, Oh, I hope they all die. And it's like, you know, part of me, a, a big chunk of me is like, you know what? That's equal or great. That's like equal or greater. In my opinion, that is going to be the thing that gets people understanding. I think I read it and there was an article that said there was a thousand new uh, cases of the virus just today, just today, dude. And it's because these people are crowding around in these beaches. They just don't mm-hmm. give a shit. They just don't mm-hmm. care, you know? And I'm, I'm scared for the moment that there's a, just a massive, massive spike. And it's because we're in this race to try and, compare and one up and all this other shit because people don't feel relevant when they're at home, dude, they don't, you're only going to feel relevant or 
or seen when you're at the beach, when you're yeah, at Lowe's, that, when you're at way, all these other places. I think you, I think you use the word homeostasis. I don't know yes. how, what that means, but like we search for the, it. Yeah. Yeah. That right. That think, do you think maybe that people are probably trying to race back to a sense of normalcy and in a capital yeah. society, that's my capacity to, to consume whenever I want is my indication of, of agency and normalcy in my life or whatever you want to call it, you know? So that's the first way I know I'm okay. Can I go out and get some stuff from target? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know that's what people are doing. Yeah, dude, that it's, you you said it right. That the, um, I think that there is this search or this race, if you will, for homeostasis and it's only going to scale with how far or how many levels you've been knocked down. So, when you see someone get knocked down five levels or something, they have to jump instantly, jump five levels. Not re- not remember that it took them time to make each level to go from one to five. But when something like this happens, they shut down the businesses and you're back from level five to level one. Mm-hmm. You're going to do anything possible to get from one to five as quickly as possible. That's a and, good point. Uh, and the problem is that. When you forget how long it took you to get to where you are, you can you can you'll make dumb decisions. You'll make very, very dumb decisions. Oh, yeah. And, uh, if I think kudos to the people that are laying low are, you know, kind of going on. Um, I, I did a solo episode on uh, what I called living a fault tolerant life. And so I make the connection between fault tolerance and like servers and stuff like that to humans. And, oh, you know, okay. when when something fails, like you can still operate, but you're going to be at a somewhat limited capacity. If we would learn to live at a limited capacity, I think we might be okay. You know, we, um, I talk about the, uh, um, you know, we've got the stuff going on with, uh, um, with those stimulus checks and stuff like that. Like yeah, I've we, been hearing about it, but well, we yeah. got one, uh, if, if I was single, I wouldn't have gotten one, but being married, we were able to get one. But what we, what we're doing is just, okay. There's, there's a, like paying off stuff, like paying off a car or something like that, just so we don't, that's something we don't have to worry about. You see what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah, like, cool. so if stuff gets even worse, the last thing I'm going to want to worry about is a fucking car payment, you know? Yeah. But people think to get the, the money and pay for like crazy shit. Now, again, there are people that are that are holding on to it and that are, you know, making good decisions. But the ones that are going out and like blowing it all in lows or just posting it on uh, on <laughs> social networks and all this kind of stuff, man, that shit is scary, dude. Mm-hmm. It is scary. Again, I'm just like, what's going to happen when it really, really shits the bed? Because yeah. everyone already knows the country's rolling with monopoly money. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what me and my neighbor, the one that's like really got got uh, hit because yeah. he, he works in he works in the music industry and all concerts and things are over. That's what he and I have been talking about. I was like uh, the our lack of ability to successfully pause mm-hmm. indicates how much we operate on fiat. We, we operate on completely imaginary currency yep. and, and inside that imaginary currency, we're in even more dimensions of imaginary uh, debt because we Mm -hmm. just interest and compounded interest and all the stuff we do. And so, yeah, um, I was like, because other places were able to successfully pause. 
Yeah. When we pause and all the restaurants, here we go again. Got to yeah. get like recovered. Fuck those restaurants. <laughs> like, damn. I'll be OK without Ruth's Chris. Yeah. Chris, dude, no, they got God. bailed out. Yeah. Like, like millions. That dude. Place. Yeah. That's straight politics. They probably had like a fucking lawyer like the one from Ozark or something. Dude. They had and to you do know, something to get themselves hooked up like that. Damn. And you know what? Like they and this is the you know, I remember seeing an article talking about how they said like millennials are killing corporations. It's because of this shit. It's like this is why I would rather see the yeah. the money go to like the taco truck person you know what i'm saying shit or, yeah or the just the mom and pop restaurants like those people need it not goddamn ruth chris most people can't even afford to go there anyway yeah you know what i mean like a super expensive like, yeah dude i place. wouldn't fucking pay for that shit dude no way i just wouldn't i live right across the street from them from three years but i never went in there though for, for i'm not years down here i have i have no reason to to pay that much money and no i just i just don't I, th- that that is insane for for something that you're going to shit out, bro. Like, yeah, you're going to like you're going to shit that out. It's going to come out not looking like you just spent three hundred dollars on food. Damn, like, that's just, that's a gnarly way of thinking about it. <laughs> it's, it's weird. But uh, yeah, I just I, I don't get how those those people get get bailed out and get helped out. And the small businesses, man, they're, they there's no money for them, you know. Yeah. But I also see. And I saw it in Bowling Green, how people wanted to see the donut shop still be fine. And there are thousands of people in Bowling Green that go and buy a dozen donuts. Mm -hmm. Like we can keep these other people afloat if we cared about them, if they appeased our sensibilities. Yes. Then we would we would gladly we would take some of our stimulus money and we would pay let me get let me get 10 dozen donuts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but they're like, we only give a shit about things that that appease us. And that's the yeah. real shame of this whole situation. Yeah, it is. And uh, we, we're um, we're showing our ourselves to to the world, man, how yeah. how um, selfish we are right yeah. now and messed up. We are, I think, the world. I don't know what they what impression they they will be having, but strategically it probably makes them feel confident it wouldn't mean i'm like man those people they're 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 distracted like we could be all the way we could have flattened a couple of major cities before they Mm -hmm. realize it's on that's what what i would think you know if i was china or something like yeah these people are really all like fat and distracted man we could really get it's (laughs) crazy well, dude, that, that's all I wanted to talk about. I wanted to sort of keep it short and just, you know, take a little break from the day. I know you've got work. I've got some work to do and stuff like that. But yeah. um, do you have any sort of shameless shout outs or anything like that before we jump off? Yeah. Shameless shout out to uh, Happy Belly Food Truck. Happy that's Belly. A, that sounds yeah, good. It's a killer dude with burritos and shit that he just pulls up at all the construction sites downtown and just... Mm-hmm cleans up he has a knot of cash really like every morning he's an asshole he does not need your money yeah and he doesn't care about any special orders and i'm proud of him because all those uh mexicans working on all those the high rises in downtown mm-hmm. they have like this little closed economy and i think it's cool yeah. i walked down there one day and i didn't have cash i think i forgot he, he had cash and 
And I just remember feeling so unwelcome. I feel the way that you feel every now and then when you walk into Starbucks. Yeah. Like it's a very common thing. When you walk into Starbucks, I think some comedian just said, I think it was uh Godfrey. He's amazing, man. He he was just I like, like him. He sometimes wants to yell, oh, yeah, I'm a black guy and I'm here. Yeah. And I'm the white girl and I'm get about to get some coffee, get over it. Like yeah. that's how I felt. But reason what I what I liked about that, even though I felt hurt, was like I saw it in his eyes that he didn't need me. What I'm describing yeah. is I went up to Happy Belly and I had a very bad experience. He was kind of rude and dismissive to me because he didn't need my dollar. Mm-hmm. He had a line of construction workers, and here I go with my spoiled ass with a debit card trying to get a burrito and a Gatorade. He's like, "Yo, we only take cash." I was like, "You don't do cash app or do not?" He looked at me like, "Dude, like, quit wasting my time." No, yeah, and it was rude because he didn't need me. You get what yep. I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, t- I'm I'm making two different points, but. Shout out to small businesses and the people that that are are gonna survive. Yeah, you know anything that those people are gonna be fine. You know, yeah, because they yeah. are not over indulging in anything. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, you made me think of that as, as you were talking. Uh, That's I, what's up, man. I'm I'm really excited about your uh, new job too. By the way, yeah, I'm excited to go and just be a part of that that race and be surrounded by. Um, People are just super, super hungry and knowledgeable. And yeah. uh, I hope to see some like Stone Cold Killers, dude. That's what I'm like. I'm like geeking out about someone that's going to be like, you fucking scrub. You don't know shit. I'm just like, yes, I'm yeah. back in it. You yeah, know what I mean? that's what I'm looking like, at, man. I'm peeking at, yeah. at Amazon for that reason because I'm, I'm tired of these damn customer service agents. Oh, People that man. they at the most, they value hard work, but they do not value thinking. And sure, uh, sure. And, and working smart. And I'm like, man, every time I read a Glassdoor review, that's all that people say. They're like, one thing about, you know, Amazon, you're going to, you're in the room with the best. Like you're in yeah. the room with people that know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's cool stuff. Yeah. I'm, and the other thing, and I said it on the last episode, I'm bought, I'm really bought into their vision and what they're, how they're going to really change uh, education. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just pumped to be surrounded by those people and they seem like they're all really cool. So they, uh, it was funny. I had my, um, uh, it's like a, not an orientation. It's like a questionnaire type of thing where I think you fill out some information and they, maybe they'll read it to the rest of the staff, but they were like, uh, had me choose between Marvel and DC. And I was like, oh my God, this is where I am. Okay. okay. All right. Nice. You know I, mean? <laughs> I was like, sweet, <laughs> sweet. And then, um, uh, you know, they were talking about, they said, uh, what's one interesting or fun fact about you? And I talked, I, it was, this was my moment to kind of test people, right? To see, like, how would I be received if I, if I put these answers down? So I told the story about how, um, when I was a kid, I was supposed to be on an episode of Sesame Street. And uh, when I saw Big Bird in the studio, I like I shat myself and I was so scared, dude. Like mm-hmm. it was crippling fear. And I cried so hard and like I had to leave. <laughs> and, uh, um, so I told that story and then I was talking about um, like they said, favorite band or favorite concert and favorite or favorite band. So I was like, I'm going to test people out. So I put favorite concert was Gucci Mane. And then favorite band was uh, a band I listened to called Dance Gavin Dance. Truthfully, it was a fun concert it was for Gucci Mane, dude. It was just, it was insane. Um, yeah. And I just wanted to be like, 
oh god this guy likes gucci man you know what i'm saying uh-huh, like uh-huh. this guy's got to be some kind of a scrub why do we hire him? <laughs> and it's just one of those things you know how you like test the waters or you know oh i don't push, push a few buttons just to see like okay you know and then they said like do you have a special talent and i talked about how i can i can flick my flick my cheek and make the water drop sound <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know the sound i'm talking about right yeah the sound of, yeah like and uh yeah, yeah i'm doing it that's, oh, okay. That sounds really cool. I didn't know you I know, did that. <laughs> I know it's it's not a C. It's it's a useless talent, honestly. But I wanted to sort of be like, look, while I'm serious, while my resume may say stuff on there, like I don't take life too seriously. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm serious about the work that I do, but I try not to take myself so seriously. Like, guys, we yeah. can have fun, we can do this and still whoop ass. And so that's what I'm hoping. I'm I hope that that message gets portrayed. But we'll see. Either way, I'm just excited to be surrounded by those people. I'm definitely excited to be in the same area as you. So that's yeah, going to be man. really fun. It's going to be really fun, though. I am, too. I can't wait to hear about like what you know. That I have something I want to bring up to you, like mm-hmm. a semi halfway business idea. But yeah. like I, I want to know about the place you're working at and what, okay. like, what, what service they provide, because something I've had in mind for years, like it's kind of can be launched in that sort of environment. So I want to know what what you learn about the place yeah yeah as i learn more definitely we'll we'll get stuff going man but dude i appreciate everything um and for all you guys thank you for your time and attention uh those of you that are just taking care of business all the essential people non-essential it doesn't matter everyone's essential just you know all the first responders everything like just keep doing what you're doing uh try as much as you can to stay positive um Try as much as you can to just go and do something nice for other people. It's the what what we do definitely need right now is just a lot more positivity. And and, you know, we've been talking in this episode about stealth wealth, like definitely like when this time that you have at home, this is definitely a time to bring a lot of stuff home, if you, if you will, figuratively, or if I think that's the term, like by home, I mean like bring it inside, like do some self-evaluation, like really check on yourself and make sure that you're doing the right things because I think a lot of people are losing their minds right now. And uh, it's because we don't have a lot of those comforts and stuff like that out there available to us. So now more than ever, you gotta be taking care of yourself. So with that, thank you all for, for listening to this episode. And Mark, I'll, I'll jump back on here with you uh as soon as i kill this recording but you guys know where to follow us and we are out goodbye